Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Welcome back. Um, how is everybody doing? I hope you guys are all doing very well. I'm going to get into a week intro. So like what happened to me the past week, like just some things I wanted that came to my head and I like wanted to tell you guys. So I am communicating with somebody I used to talk to. The way I'm saying that so sketchily is how you know I'm not supposed to be like talking to this person, but fuck it, you know, like I'm having fun, you know, it's quarantine, I'm bored, I'm making excuses, okay? But here's the thing, I he's been on my mind for like a minute and when someone's on my mind, I'm just like, fuck it, we need to have a conversation. So we've been communicating and it hit me today like how am i supposed to tell him like why i reached out to him because like i'll be honest with you guys the real reason i reached out to him is because i pictured his face when i was having sex with the last guy i talked to like i saw his face not the guy i was actually having sex with but like how am i supposed to you know how do you say that in a fun and flirty way like hey babe back in your life because of the simple fact that i completely saw your face when I was fucking another guy. Like, you just don't, he's gonna be like, bitch, what do you mean? Like, you're literally crazy, but like, I am. So, I probably will just be like, yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. Isn't it kind of crazy? Um, but yeah, it just like made, like I, it hit me and it was like, what the, how the hell am I supposed to tell him this? And you guys are like, you don't have to tell him that, you can lie. But in my head, it's like there, I genuinely can't think of a better reason as to like why I re like that's really just the reason why I reached out to him and why he was on my head more because it was just like randomly was having sex I wasn't like randomly having sex but I was having sex and he just popped up into my head and I was like this must be a sign from the universe that I need to reach back out to him he definitely is extremely toxic but you know I don't see him as long-term potential I'm just bored Goddamn, um, don't do what I do. I do have some other people in my life who are like really good people and really good men that I'm talking to. So I really fucking hope that they didn't hear me say that, but that those people are like healthy. Can you believe it? Livy talking to healthy men. Yeah, it's cute, whatever. Anyways, I have been watching too hot to handle. I get it. I'm like a year late to all the trends or whatever. Apparently for a while this has been a big thing, but I've been watching it and the biggest takeaway I have from too hot to handle is that um, all men are truly dogs. Like, I mean, I get they're on an island and they're not supposed to have sex, but like how open and honest they are like in the, like there being like, you know what? I usually have it every single day with a different girl. It is just kind of like, are all men like this and then it's like yes and then it's like holy fuck that is literally insane to me honest to god that just seems like a full-time job in my opinion like how are you supposed to have sex with a different person every day like that's a full-time fucking job that's a full-time career like i would not have time for anything else because i would be selecting who I'm talking to. I, literally, I can't even do it. Also, like anytime I even touch a penis, I'm scared I'm pregnant. So you guys are like, what? Yeah, I'm 
always convinced that I'm pregnant, like literally always convinced that I'm pregnant. Even when I didn't have sex one time, I was 15 days late on a period and I was like, I'm pregnant, but like you would too. You know what I mean? 15 days late. It's a little bit weird, but yeah, like I'm always convinced I'm pregnant. So like I couldn't even take on that full-time career. It just like would be too much for me. But you know what? It just really made me realize like these men out here are literal dogs. Like I was thinking about getting a puppy. I don't even need a fucking puppy. I just need one of these men because they act like dogs and I can just take care of that. Oh my God, that was fucked. Anyways, I have also been chronically exhausted. I don't know if chronically is the right word to use, but I'm going to use it. I've just been so fucking exhausted all the time. I don't know why. And then if I drink coffee, I just get anxious. I don't even wake up. I, it just literally causes me anxiety. So not really sure why I'm being so exhausted these days, but is what it is. Anyways, okay. That is it for my little week intro, my little week update. I hope you guys liked that. Now, uh, let's get into this week's episode. You're like, why did you just sigh like that, bitch? Is it that intense? Yeah. So the reason I'm making this episode is because I've dealt with really questionable situations with guys where it's like, I never said yes, but I never said no. And I, sexually is what I mean. I mean sexually. And I'm going to get into it and like give you guys details. So like trigger warning right now that I will be talking about situations of like pushy sex and like being violated for sure. So trigger warning, if you guys don't want to hear any of that, don't listen to this week's episode. But it always felt like in these situations, always felt like really wrong. But to me, I was never sure if like it was wrong. Like It just felt, always felt wrong. This is kind of when I was like younger too. And by younger, I mean last year and earlier this year. But like it always felt wrong to me. And I was like, I didn't, I never understood why it felt wrong. I was like, oh, something about that felt really uncomfortable. And then when I would think of that person, I would get a little uncomfortable. And I it, like, I came to it in therapy shout out to my therapist i love her to death but she's made me realize that like yeah these situations these men were just very pushy and it wasn't like i said no but it wasn't like i said yes and i'm gonna get into that completely because i know that's a very confusing topic but yeah i kind of want to address pushy sex and then when someone violates you completely so we're gonna get into pushy sex and when someone completely violates you and how to overcome it and how to just continue to try and live a normal life after someone has violated you, which I'm currently doing. So we're going to get into that. And yeah, I want to be super open and honest with you guys about the experiences that I've had. And I'm going to give you details and I'm going to tell you guys what it did to me and how I also overcame these situations. Because I know a lot of us deal with situations, so situations like this where it's like, I'm not sure why it feels so wrong and like it's not like I said no but it's not like I said yes and it's just uncomfortable and it was just a weird uncomfortable hookup so we'll get into that so the first time I really this this is the pushy sex situation so I was talking to this guy and this point of my life I was in a really big phase where I was saving sex for someone special it was a huge thing to me it was like the biggest thing ever I was like I'm saving sex for someone special like get out of my way the reason I was saving sex for someone special was because my ex had just taken advantage of me and I was dealing with past sexual assault experiences that like I hadn't fully coped from that I just kind of put a band-aid over and I never fully like addressed them. So I like had to deal with that and I couldn't be having sex or anything like that 
while I was healing from these traumas because I was like, that's just going to distract me and take my mind away from what I'm trying to heal from. Like, I just fully wanted to heal. So I never told the guys that, like, I was talking to that's the reason I wanted to save sex for someone special I was like I just want to save it for someone special also because like that's my god-given fucking right if I want to save it for someone special I'm going to like not everybody deserves this body I'm not gonna just give it to everybody okay period as we as I should the fuck anyways um you're like goddamn bitch so basically on a huge sex detox okay you can call it that I was on a huge sex detox because I had to deal with trauma um so I met this guy and you know he i told him i was like just letting you know like i'm saving sex for someone special actually it's a little bit more fucked up because he was helping me on a project but him and i were working together okay and then when i told him i was like yeah i'm saving sex for someone special he was like yeah same i was like what do you mean same he's like i'm just tired of meaningless hookups and like stuff like that like i'm totally like trying to save it for someone special too and i was like Oh, okay. So like right then and there, I was kind of like, huh, it's a little weird. Anyways, him and I continued to talk and like hook up and we would do everything but sex. And it was never an issue, like never, ever, ever an issue. Um, and he knew where I stood. Like we would hook up and honest to God, I don't even, I never sucked his dick. Now that I, you're like, what? Why does that have anything to do with any of this? No, but like he would just do things to me. Honest to God, miss those days. I'm tired of putting in work. No, but like I just was not, like I was very, we would only do like, I genuinely felt as if I was a virgin Okay, again, okay? That's how I was literally treating these situations. And we had hooked up several times. So he was like fine with it, knew where I stood. We started fighting and things started getting like very not fun between us. So the night that he came over to my apartment, which he had been in several times, um, we decided to end things and like not talk to each other anymore. And this is the night where shit hit the fan. So we were hooking up again. You're like, bitch, didn't you just end things? I'm like, one less go. But yeah, we were just hooking up again and he was fingering me and in the middle of us making out and him fingering me i love how detailed i am with you guys but anyways i was like whoa is that your finger because it didn't feel like a finger it felt like a full-on dick and he was like looked me in the eyes and i was like dude no get off of me what is this i was like what the fuck so i got up ran to the bathroom and cried like like a little sensitive bitch that I am, but I was like, kind of couldn't wrap my head around that very much. No part of me consented to that and no part of me um, asked for that. And I was like very taken back by it because I was like, I really did not want to have sex because I knew me having sex was going to open a whole emotional, like all these emotions that I was dealing with and I knew sex was going to make it just 20 times worse. Basically, sex was going to be a huge trigger for me and not be good for me whatsoever. And I knew I did not want to have sex. And I've known that for fucking six months. So then I come back out of the bathroom and he's like, so sorry. I don't even think he said so sorry. He's like, I don't know what happened. And then I opened up to him about how I was not having sex because I was dealing with sexual assault and rape trauma that I really needed to process. And that's the exact reason why I wasn't having sex. And that's why, like, da-da-da. We had, like, a very, very deep conversation about 
my sexual assault and rape experiences, right? Then we start kissing again. I don't know how it got there. I truly don't know how it got there. Same thing happened. This time, it's, he puts it in a little bit more. Basically, the same thing happened, and then eventually, because like I don't want to drag out this story too much. Eventually, he was just like, well, we basically did it. Might as well just go all the way. And I was like, well, fuck it at this point. Well, fuck it. Might as well, because you're not giving up anytime soon. And you guys are probably like, well, why didn't you just say no? I said no that like, I was like, no, don't do that, don't do that. And then we would stop and then it would start again and all these things, whatever. It was just a fucked up situation. I'm not claiming rape, I'm not claiming any of that. I'm just claiming very pushy sex and it was uncomfortable and it was fucking weird. So yes, like, and in that situation too, I was also very frozen because I was like, I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't feel like my voice is being heard at all in this and I'm just not feeling great about this whatsoever. And I'm just like, I just felt very like stuck. I didn't know what to do. Then I just ended up fucking him because I was like, I'm over this. And what did it do? It definitely um, released a lot of emotional baggage that I didn't want to have to, I wasn't ready to process in my healing journey, if you know what I mean. So, okay. The aftermath of this situation was so painful and I literally had no idea why. Cause like him and I eventually just stopped talking for good. Cause I mean that night that he came over and fucked me and we had decided that we no longer wanted to speak. Um, cause we were just, things weren't working out for us and it just wasn't going well. And I like could not wrap my head around why I was very stuck on this situation for a while. And I literally just didn't know what it was. I was like, I don't like him. No offense. Not no offense. I didn't fucking like him. So I was like, I don't know why I keep thinking of him. Like, I have no idea why I keep thinking of him. And I just get a little uncomfortable. I was like, it wasn't rape, and it, but it didn't feel great. Like, it was just kind of weird. It just felt very pushy and felt very forced. I had no idea. And then my one therapist asked me, she was like, did you want to have sex that night? And I was like, no. And then I started crying and that's when I realized that's why it felt so uncomfortable for me is because of the simple fact that I didn't want to have sex that night but still had sex that night because I was just over this guy being so pushy and I just couldn't handle it and I just gave in and it's not something I wanted to do it's something I felt like I had to do and I don't think anybody should ever feel like that in any situation like that so if I can give you guys one piece of advice in that situation where it's like very uncomfortable you feel frozen you have no idea what to do you know you don't want to have sex but you know this guy isn't going to give up anytime soon would be just to literally like fucking stop leave fucking stop and leave i don't care if he thinks he's crazy you're crazy or anything like that it's a lot better to say something like that than actually have to like go through with it as well as like that's something that i'm also still dealing with is the fact that like no i didn't want to have sex with this guy and it wasn't fun for me like no part of it was fun and i still did it like that says a lot about the boundaries i had for myself in that point in my life but like i trusted this person and it's really hard when you trust someone and you think they won't do those things to you so yeah that's the one situation of pushy sex where it's like you know you didn't want it you didn't say yes you didn't say no but they were very persistent and you just felt like you had no choice and I feel like that happens a lot to women and it shouldn't ever happen to us like that I feel like our voice should very much be heard and if someone's not listening then it was difficult for me because this person was at my apartment so it's like I should have just been a little bit more like leave like you need to go you need to leave like make something up but it just felt like I was trapped in that moment so 
now I'm going to get into the second situation and then I will get into advice on how I've like actually overcame all this and dealt with this. Um, this second situation, this is something that I've actually contemplated talking about because uh, it's very recent. If you guys listen to the Christmas episode, you guys know that I was dealing with something pretty traumatic and I mentioned that something a little bit traumatic happened to me previously in the week and stuff and like this has definitely been something that I'm like still healing from and still trying to wrap my head around and I'm gonna share it with you guys now because this is how I handle my trauma as I come on to Midday Matcha and I open up to you guys but yeah so I have a let me prefix I always say prefix let me preface this situation by saying I have a very hard time sleeping next to men because, I mean, my ex used to like fuck me in my sleep. So I just don't trust men. You're like, yeah, bitch, no wonder. I just have a bit, like a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable for me. I like my ex used to touch me, finger me, everything to me in my sleep. And I would be like, no, 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 no. So like, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. So I don't like sleeping next to new men. Like I actually hate it. And... The most recent guy I was talking to, I expressed this to him because he would want to sleep over at my apartment and I would be like, okay, you can sleep over, but please, like, him and I really talked about my ex, like, doing these things to me in my sleep a lot, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, and I was like, it's really hard for me to sleep next to a guy, like, it's extremely challenging for me to do it, but, like, I'm trying to grow as a person, I don't like to say this to him, but, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm trying to grow as a person, I'm trying to not let these things affect me anymore, because I've done so much healing, and I've came such a long way that, like, I deserve to, like, be able to sleep next to guys, and, like, do my thing, and, like, have fun, and live a normal life as I should. And, um, but I was always like very anxious, very uncomfortable, wake up, like pant, like sweating, not okay a lot. And they would be like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of trouble sleeping next to a guy and I expressed this to him. He knew all about what my ex did to me. And this is a part that gets a little fucked up. And my therapist and I have talked about this. It's kind of like, I always would tell him that he'd be like, that's so fucked up. Anybody who does that stuff is so fucked up. Like, I would never, I would never, I would never, I would never. Like, oh my God, that's the worst thing ever. I could never do that to somebody. And I feel like when somebody has to tell you so many times over that they would never do something like that to you, um, they probably, like, will like in a way because I feel like I was never telling him like I'm scared you're going to do this to me I'm just expressing a situation that has happened to me and so many times someone has to like prove like say like no I literally never I'm like yeah that's like exactly like the teacher who says like is teacher of the year but is like fucking the student kind of thing you know what I mean like there's you're not that perfect you know so whatever him and I had previously hooked up months ago and then I called off the hooking up because we both wanted different things and I was like no I don't want to hook up with you anymore but you're really great friend like you're such a good friend like him and I had a great connection so I was like you're a really good friend I'll keep you as a friend I have no problem keeping you as my friend um this is gonna sound fucking weird we would have sleepovers like I kid you not but it was more like I was having a sleepover with one of my girls like best friend kind of sleepover like we would literally paint and get dinner, paint, like talk. And then I would be like, okay, like I'm going to bed. Like 
I trusted him so much. Like I 100% trusted this guy because even when we were hooking up, he never touched me, never did anything to me in my sleep. And then he would sleep over and we'd cuddle, he'd wake up, he'd leave in the morning kind of thing. It literally is exactly how I have sleepovers with my best friends, which is like, I just trusted him. That's, he knew my boundaries. He knew that I wasn't wanting to have sex with him. And he was entering my apartment knowing that that was the case every single time with me. Like we hadn't hooked up in a while. So, and I, we had called off the sex. I had called off all of it and he knew where I stood. So did not want to have sex, but I did want to have sleepovers. You guys like, why were you having sleepovers? You guys listen, I was still good friends with him. I still had like a connection for him. I still cared for him. Still wanted to hang out with him. You know, he lived farther away. So I was like, if you need to sleep over, yeah, you can sleep over. Don't ever fucking do that for them. Trust me, don't. So what happened after this, during this situation is basically I was asleep and I woke up to him fingering me in my sleep. And in that moment, I felt one, I was like, like enjoying it for a second because I was asleep and like getting woken up by it. You're like, oh, like something feels good. And then sheer panic and fear kicked in and I froze. And he looked at me and was like, I can go get a condom. And I was like, no, don't do that. I'm good. I don't want that. Like, I don't want that whatsoever. I don't. And then I just rolled over and I couldn't speak. Like no part of me could talk. I was very like shocked as to what had just happened. And I was like, what? the fuck and then I got up and I went to the bathroom I didn't speak he would keep kept trying to say something to me and I like couldn't answer and I wasn't able to speak I like literally was frozen and then I came and I laid back down and he got his stuff and he left and he like said good night and I was just I couldn't talk and then I called one of my best friends and I just cried and I was like dude I I, I just got fingered in my sleep again so I was just like very taken back by that because that was somebody I trusted and it was very weird to me because I did not want anything with him sexually even though we had previously had done stuff sexually I was very clear like on what I said like I didn't want that and I was dead asleep like I was dead fucking asleep so it definitely took me back to a really bad place like right after it happened, I just felt so fucking terrible. And thank God for my therapist, because we actually had a session, which is crazy, that day, like the day after all of it happened, we had a session together. And I was like, hey, this is what happened. I just cried the entire time. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. And her and I's biggest thing was that we didn't want me to go back to hating men and being that girl that wouldn't let any men in her life because she hated them so much because of her previous bad experiences that she had with them like I didn't want to go back to the man hater that I started this podcast being like exactly who that girl was I didn't want to be here anymore and I wanted to move past it and I didn't want to hate men again forever you're like what but that's how I was because of all the things that had happened to me I truly hated men as I fucking should have they did some terrible things to me and that was her like biggest concern and like that was kind of my biggest concern and it felt really hard not to go back there it still feels really hard not to go back there because i'm still dealing with this situation um because i want to fucking hate men because i didn't deserve that nobody deserves that i was fucking asleep and 
I just trusted the wrong person. Like it is what it is. I blocked that person on everything. Those people aren't in my life. That situation is the situation I've been dealing with that's been pretty hard for me to deal with. I mean, I know now that like, it's gonna take a while for me to be able to sleep next to a guy again because it already took me two years to be able to sleep next to a guy. And, but I'm sure, like, I don't want it to take that long. I wanna live my single life with the guys that I'm talking to now and have fun with them because I do like care about them and I wanna like explore things further and I wanna be able to live a normal life of those things. But it's really hard for me because I just like don't know how to really trust after that situation, like something like that happens. It's just very hard to like trust somebody. Obviously you're like, yeah, no shit, bitch. So I'm going to now get into how I healed from these situations and how I'm healing because like I'm still dealing with the finger situation. I call him fingers because um, <laughs> just I don't want to use his real name. And like when I talk to my friends, I'm like, oh, yeah, fingers like in Miami the whole time to my friend. I was like, oh, yeah, fingers. And she was like, you can't you have to stop calling him fingers. Like you need to find a different name because I'd be like, yeah, fingers best friend just slid up on my story and she'd be like, Please, any other name besides Fingers, but like Fingers is his name because like there's, I don't know, nothing else to call him. Um, so what's been helping me is realizing what happened in the situation and then what made me uncomfortable about the situation and like why it made me so uncomfortable and then like coming to terms of like what actually happened and being like, okay, um, this is what happened and this is why it made me uncomfortable and this is how I'm going to get through it and now that I can address the exact problem that's happened to me, I can move forward and heal from that exact problem. So like first situation, it was pushy sex. It was just I was uncomfortable and I felt just like I was getting forced to do something. That's exactly what it was so I knew how to heal from that exactly. This situation was the fact that I trusted somebody and then just being violated in my sleep again. So like I know those are the exact pinpoints of what happened to me and that I can deal with those head on. Therapy. My therapist literally saves my life all the time. I text her, we have a great relationship. I love my therapist. And she helps me get through these situations because she's my therapist, but also like just having someone to be able to talk to about this situation. Cause sometimes I know when these things happen, you don't really feel good and you don't really feel like you want to talk about it. You feel like it's your fault. I always feel like it's my fault. And maybe sometimes I have some blame in it. My therapist can be like, don't say that. Anyways, um, no, it's not your fault. And just being able to be able to talk about it, I feel like it really helps. Like just being able to talk about it. And if you guys don't have a therapist, you guys can DM me. Like I'm open to talking about these things if you feel like you need somebody. But even with my friends and stuff, like I'll talk about it with them. Just talking about it makes me feel better and helps me heal from it because I can be open and honest about it. And it feels a lot less heavy in my head when I can say it out loud. Also, now, thank you, love my therapist, she's amazing. But also another way I'm healing from this is that I am not closing myself off to love or the idea of new men in my life because I've done that before and it's not been the best for me. It makes me a little bit of a cunt. So I'm, you guys are like, whoa, uh, it does. And like, there have been some really great people that I've met that I don't wanna, um, be like, fuck you guys, because fingers did something to me. 
and take it out on them so I'm not closing myself off to love or dating or anything like that like I'm still healing and I'm not gonna just like jump into something if I'm not comfortable but I'm not closing myself off to the idea of it like I normally would but if that helps you heal like I did it for two years I did close myself off from it let it help you heal you know what I mean like take that time and let it help you heal but for me I know I'll only go backwards if I close myself off from love so it is a little bit more challenging now to talk to men and date because I'm always like are you going to be the next fingers? But I have to stop thinking like that. And I just have to learn to trust. And the only way you can learn to trust is by trusting. So I'm trusting them. Crying. Been crying a lot. So that helps. Uh, it just helps get everything out. It's like, ah, I call my sister crying all the time. And that's what I mean. Like, have your close people that you can talk to about this. I do call my sister crying. And I'm just like, I don't understand like why. Why? And she's like, nobody does. And the only thing that can heal is time. So I'm definitely going through the stages of like, I go through anger, sadness, all those things um, often. And I'm just realizing the situation and I'm realizing that I won't give it the power to hurt me. So I just won't let this destroy me. Like, I know it's so much like all these situations can destroy somebody and I've seen them do it to people and I'm like I won't let it give it the power to destroy me like I just mentally emotionally can't so whatever I have to do to heal I'll heal like I journal about it I write letters as if I was writing it to the person just to let out my feelings and I talk about it because if I hold it inside it's only going to feel worse and then knowing that time is the only way to truly heal from this situation is that time and bringing new people into my life and trusting is how I'm going to heal from that situation. Also knowing that it's never your fault. I'm such a big person where I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it doesn't feel comfortable to you or anything like that. This had no weight and it was never your fault. You could have never prevented this. Whatever you think in your head that you thought you could have done to prevent it or anything like that you couldn't have like it's not your fault and that's okay those people should have known better and never have done it to you it is genuinely not your fault but yeah that is what's helped me the most get through these situations I just want to let anybody know that's dealing with this situation that like you're not alone and this happens all the time to people and just to let it out and talk about it even if that means just journaling it like just don't let it sit in your head and take up more space than it needs to i feel the more that i talk about the situation the easier it feels for me and it's not like i don't ever need anybody's pity we already know this um i just come on here to talk to you guys about this because i know that this stuff really helps you guys like when i open up about the sexual assault and rape that I dealt with previously in my life that helped a lot of you guys out and made you feel better and when I opened up about like the eating disorder and stuff that helped you out and made you guys feel a lot better so like I want to open up about this because I want to help anybody out there who's feeling so shitty about a situation that was not their fault and let you guys know that you're not alone and that you will get through it and it might feel fucking painful and you might want to hate men for a while but don't let someone else's actions affect good people or good things that could come into your life as hard as it is because fucking trust me i know it's so goddamn hard because right now i'm like i want to literally throw this man against a wall 
not in a sexual way. Like I literally just like never want to speak to this man again. And I have to recognize that's not him. That's me because I'm just projecting my own issues onto him. And that's growth, baby. In the beginning of this podcast, I probably would have come down here and told you guys that I would wanted to fucking kill him. Um, I don't want to kill fingers. I just never want to hear from any but him, friends, anybody. I just want to cancel it all out of my life, which I've been doing. So, and I just want to heal because when I heal, I feel better. And I just want to bring in new people that I know I can love and trust because I deserve a man who's not going to finger me in my sleep just as much as all of you do too. So if you guys have dealt with pushy sex or feeling violated, just know once again, you're not alone. And again, that you can get through it. And if you guys need anyone to talk to you, I'm totally here. Like, let's talk. Let's chit chat. We can FaceTime. We can text whatever you're comfortable with. I'll talk to you guys. But yeah, that's it for this week's episode. So I love every single one of you. I know it kind of was a little depressing, a little bit sad because I talked about a serious topic. But you know what? I'm finding the humor in it every day. I think it's funny that I call them fingers. No, and these situations, I feel like the ones that are meant to break you, but instead you have them make you a better person, you just grow so much from it in the end. So I love every single one of you, and I'm sorry if any of this has happened to you guys. I know how challenging and difficult it can be. Just know you're not alone ever, and I'm here for you. And that I do love every single one of you. And I wanted to come on here and share this episode because I've been holding this on for a long time. I know it's only been a couple weeks. But anyways, guys, my midday matcha memo for this week is don't let the bad stuff make you bitter. Let it make you better. Ah! Can you believe that I'm a fucking Pinterest board? Okay, if you guys want more of me, my Instagram is at sheislivy. And my YouTube is itslivybitch. And that's all that I have right now. Go listen to other episodes that I've recorded and put out for you guys. Um, There's probably 33 of them at this point. But I love every single one of you. I hope all of you have an amazing day, rest of your day, anything like that. Please don't ever forget that you're a bad bitch. And nobody can stop that. And nobody ever will stop that. And you are that bitch. Forever will be that bitch. Okay. I love every single one of you. And no matter what you're going through, you're going to get through it.